So this is the first time I think in all the years that I've been a rabbi that I've given the sermon sitting down or at least when I was healthy and sitting down. And I'm doing it in part because Craig said, why don't you sit on the couch? Uh, but also because my mother was a very bizarre combination of tradition and modernity. If you walked into the synagogue and she didn't like the way that you were dressed, if she thought that it was inappropriate, boy, you would know. Her looks were eloquent. But I remember she caused a scandal when we first came to the synagogue in Philadelphia, where my father was a rabbi, by deciding after the first week or two that she wasn't going to wear a hat. And at that time, everybody wore hats to synagogue. And when she came to Sinai with my father to see Friday Night Live after they'd heard about it, I was afraid I couldn't imagine my traditional mother listening to a band on the Shabbat because I grew up in a synagogue with no music except for a choir, just human voices. And I thought, oh boy, I'm going to get in trouble now. And we did the service and I came down afterwards and she was hitting my father with her elbow and saying, why didn't you do this? My poor father, who never could have had Friday Night Live in the synagogue that he grew up in, even if he had wanted to. And I realized that our parents are always struggling between the world they came from and the world that they are launching us into. And that all of them make different accommodations with that. And this is a particularly, of course, tough time, as you just heard from Mayim Bialik, to figure out what you say to your children as they enter a different world. But one thing has changed that is wonderful and beautiful. And that's why when I was asked for a title for this sermon, I just called it Imahot, Mothers. Because when I was growing up, in our prayers, we mentioned our forefathers, but we didn't mention our mothers. We said Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, but we didn't say Sarah, Rivka, Rachel, and Leah. When I was growing up, the opportunities for the voices of mothers were primarily through their children. Now, their voices resound through the world. I wonder what my mother and grandmother and great-grandmother might have done with different kinds of opportunities. And I'm so grateful that my daughter will have those kinds of opportunities because the world is so different. When we look around the world and we see, for example, who's working on vaccines and viruses and so on, it doesn't surprise us. It doesn't in any way um, startle anybody that there are women scientists working along with male scientists and men working along with women that one might be the boss and of the lab and the other working in the lab because the world is a changed world. And that's a beautiful thing. And it required generations and generations and generations of mothers to make their voices heard until the world listened. And it still needs to listen more. Nonetheless, we should realize 
that in the Jewish tradition, the first six years of every child's education in the Talmud was given over to the mother. And now that we know indisputably that the formative years of a human being's life are those early years, I think in a very deep way, more than we ever understood, we are all the products of our mothers. I think in a deep way, I inherited that woman who didn't like it when people didn't dress well, but liked it that she could decide not to wear a hat. Who thought that having a service with a band was a good thing and a progressive thing. And so I thought, even though you stand up in the presence of a parent, I would do something a little different in honor of my mother today and sit down for the, for the sermon, as so often we sat around a table and tried to make her laugh and praised what she gave us to eat and listened to all the stories that our family had to tell. We are blessed, all of us, with all the legacies that our mothers have given us. They're complex. They're not always straightforward. We struggle with them and grapple with them. But that's what it means to live. And remember that the very first mother, Chava, the Bible tells us, means the mother of all living. It is our mothers who give us life in all its complexity and difficulty and wonder and joy. We are so grateful to them so grateful to their memory. God bless you, mom.